three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions tonight i have a very special guest the homie maxi is in the building how you doing maxi i'm doing pretty good how are you doing all right man doing all right um want to thank you again for coming on thank you for your time and your interest in sharing your story Uh, i definitely appreciate it man I'm pleased to be here. Um, I appreciate the invite and looking forward to um, getting into this combo with you. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, for the folks out there who don't know the format of the show, we do some intro warm up questions just to set the tone uh, of the conversation. Um, and then we I do have some icebreakers thrown in there just so you can, uh, you know, ease up a little bit if you're feeling nervous. Um, and then we jump into the main portion of the interview where you choose a number between one, one and thirty four. Sound good to you, Maxi? That sounds great. All right, man. So my very first question for you is. How have you been? I know we kind of talked about this the last time I seen you, but um, just for the folks out there, uh, this has been a crazy year. You've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been, man? Okay, where should I start? Um, yeah, so for me, things have been good, but also a lot of mishaps also along the road. And, you know, you know, in general with life, we're going to have to go through that. Um, it's just, you know, everyone has different situations, very circumstantial situations where um, we find ourselves um, dwelling into those things. Uh, myself, I can attest to that. Um, and just figuring out how I can cope with it um, because usually for me, I am a reactive person. So anything that I'm, I have no control over, I, I, I have a, I have a, like a natural, um, you know, reaction to that. And because of that, I'm not being, I'm not being proactive with my emotions. And I just, I just dwell into that. Uh, and then, you know, just trying to fight those battles for myself and find ways that I can still process those emotions, but in a way where it doesn't get in the way of things I need to do throughout the day. Um, and I, you know, like, and, and then there's a period of time where I found myself really doling to my emotions to the point where I'm not getting things done, the things that I need to do, uh, my priorities, such as, you know, um, getting work done for school or something as simple as doing your laundry or cleaning your room. And you'd be surprised on how much it takes away only like, and it's all because of these emotions that take over. And it's just something that I have to learn uh, through experience and learning to be more proactive with my emotions to where I can push out things I need to do throughout the day. And then at night, that's when I have the free time to process those emotions. Um, and then, yeah, from there, you know, like things were getting better, um, you know, really taking care of myself more just really thinking about uh, self-care. I think that's very important, um, really just thinking about yourself. And don't ever think of it as being selfish. If anything, that's really a way for you to really take care of yourself and, you know, know what you want and go for for those things. So, yeah, um, I'm doing a lot better. Now, I know that's kind of like a long, uh, long answer. But, yeah, I, I, I really like to dive into those things. I like to be very specific. I'm a very specific type of person where i like to really get into those uh, details so yeah 
That's excellent, man. <clears throat> that that's excellent. Just uh, if, don't feel like you have to stop yourself from talking. Um, it, there's no time limit to any of these questions. It's just how the conversation rolls. So if there's anything that you feel like you want to add or throw it in there, um, I'm here to listen. So that's a uh, don't even worry. Uh, this might be. I mean, you started off like you said already. You know, into answering questions. Um, <laughs> This might be a little too personal, but if you doubt right. for it, my question is, would you say you're you're in control of your emotions or do sometimes do they get the best of you? Ah, uh, that was a very good question. Uh, you know, it really depends on, you know, on how I feel. Uh, initially, when I wake up, um, sometimes I wake up feeling really good, you know, and just um, and then, you know, that kind of carries over throughout the day, um, you know, you know, carrying that energy over that positive energy and then projecting it uh, to where I can see myself being more productive throughout the day. Now, there are certain days where, you know, I'm I'm in like in the middle of my, you know, like doing errands or or just getting things done. And then there's a certain memory that um, that I that resurfaces in my mind to where like I you know revisit those mistakes and it's like damn you know and then you and then those feelings kind of flow back in and then you and then it's you know it's kind of hard to control sometimes because you know like it's like I don't want to downplay my feelings you know I don't want to downplay those emotions and at the same time like I know I if I you know if I let it take over then. I'm not gonna get things done so i had to like hold off and you know just wait until i had the time and have the, all the things i need to do done so that way uh it doesn't get in the way of um you know things i need to prioritize myself doing and yeah man like i do find myself do myself like kind of like having those moments where i'm in the, i'm in this pocket where like i am i'm feeling that emotion and then I jump out of it because I, I I have to like realize that okay like this is what I'm feeling um, I need to hold on to that and and save it for later and then I have to continue throughout the day um, so yeah it's a it's a constant battle man I think I think even though even though like I do better and better each day I there's still gonna be that you know that memory that resurfaces. And it is also those memories that help you not get back into those mistakes or those habits that led you to that feeling. Um, and for some of us, you know, it may take a little longer for us to really realize. And subconsciously, if we're given the chance to, you know, or we're given the chance to um, redeem ourselves like numerous times, then I think that's when like you feel the sense of like, oh, like subconsciously thinking it's like, oh, I'm just gonna get another chance. I'm just gonna another I'm just gonna get another chance. And because of that, it can just com it just compromises change. And I think that's uh, the loop that I fell into um, in just just uh, in the situation that I found myself in. I don't want to get too specific with that. It's very personal, but I, I will share that much um, in that sense. So uh, I think just through that uh, separating myself from that has helped me focus on myself and what I need to work on and really learning from that and and uh, yeah 
No, yeah, for sure, man. Thank you for uh, for sharing. Um, I, f- I found a few things that you said relatable uh, as far as getting into that 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 spiral. Like, um, I think I do a pretty good job of keeping a positive outlook on life. Um, but there are times, oh yeah, like when it's, it feels like a hurricane or a tornado where you get swept up in, in some kind of emotion that brings you back to, to mistakes and, and regrets and kind of like, you know, at least for me, it's always like, man, what could I done different? What could I've, uh, you know, been better at? And some, some, I don't know, I think right now I'm kind of realizing what those, those triggers are. And they, that kind of take me back to that place of, uh. I don't know for me if it, like if a, a, a time when I was lost you know and I think I think I'm still a little lost now but now I feel like it's a good kind of of wandering a good kind of lost but yeah I definitely definitely can can relate to that um and then there's this one other thing man that you said but it's a it's a fleeting question in my mind um I'll, if I if I think about it again uh, I'll bring it up but uh any yeah yeah my bad my bad (laughs) uh let's jump into some icebreakers real quick um that was just the first question man or that was just how have you been so uh, i think you you getting the tone of the conversation now (laughs) sick yeah uh uh, all right so first first icebreaker is a one word spelling b um feel free to participate feel free to pass but are you down uh, I'm down. Uh, I mean, I might flop. You know, I, I for me, it takes a little time to process sometimes. But um, you know, that's just that's just me. Um, you know, we'll get through it. Let's let's get it. <laughs> no, I got you, man. No pressure. And nothing nothing happens if uh, if you get it wrong. <laughs> um, if you do get it right, though, uh, you get a chance to flip any question back to me. As far as like whichever one I throw at you, you feel free to be like, "Nah, you gotta answer this one." Um, right. Your quite your your uh, word is gonna be daiquiri, like the drink. Daiquiri? Yeah, like the drink. Okay. D a c k e r y. You got one more da- chance, man. <laughs> you got one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> daiquiri huh I feel like there's a letter I'm missing daiquiri I'll tell you this it, it kind of it's, it's a hard one uh, I'll be be honest with you so it's, it's super hard um, but go for it I, I'll give you a clue I'll give you a clue since it's so hard um, there's a Q instead of a CK ah uh, so, yeah so ah uh, I got you um D A Q E R Y. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. The correct spelling was D A I Q U I R I. Like, I would have never known if, if I, I don't drink a lot of daiquiris, so I, it's always a trip when I see it spelled out. Um, Same here. <laughs> I don't drink that either. I feel you. I feel you. Um, and then the second second icebreaker is a riddle challenge. Um, are you? Bring it on. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh man, here we go. Uh, tell me if you see the timer on your on your end on your screen. There should be a timer that pops up. 
Yes. All right. So uh, after I say the riddle, I'll pop the timer up. Got it. It is what comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but never in a thousand years. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. What comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but never in a thousand years. Hmm. Hmm. Once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in a thousand years. Hmm. <laughs> it's a good I one. I feel like this is one of those like easy ass like like simple questions or like riddles, but like but it's just still like kind of hard to like um, comprehend. The way it's, uh, <clears throat> the way it's phrased makes it sound so philosophical, but it's a uh, it's very simple. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, it's one of those. <laughs> okay, it's all good. Uh, shoot. Wait a minute. What? What happens in a minute? Once in a minute, twice Once in a, a moment. Never in a thousand years. All right, man. I, I'm going to throw in the towel for this one. Go ahead. <laughs> it is the letter M. <laughs> it's in one, oh. in a minute one time, and then it's in two times and twice or in oh, a moment. God. But yeah, but yeah. Feel feel uh, free feel free to okay. use that one, man. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> That's for cool. Sure. That's cool. For sure. Well, thank you for participating. I hope that was a little a little fun for you. And now you could use them. You can use them to with people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really good at riddles, but I think that's a good way to really just challenge my brain a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I do nonetheless love riddles too. Like try to solve. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Just, they're just like a, like we're all problem solvers, so we like to try to figure it out. Um, yeah. Continuing with the warm-up. Oh, my bad. Were you going to say something? Or, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Uh, yeah, continuing the warm-up. Uh, what would you like people to know about you, the audience? Okay, so um, currently I am working at uh, Children's Fitness Center. I help kids with their physical development, physical and cognitive development. Uh, um, starting with ages four, from 14 months, or sorry, from seven months to six years old. I also a dance instructor at On One Studios. Uh, I teach every Saturdays from 10.30 to 11.45. Yeah. And, yeah, and then, you know, I'm, I love to be as active as possible. I play basketball as well, so. Uh, that's there's that and yeah i mean i'm i'm a pretty laid back dude um you know i like to talk um and you know if if i do talk a lot i I don't mean in a way where i'm being conceited i just like to talk so and i like to have a conversation with you so yeah you know if you ever want to talk well hit me up for sure man for sure uh i didn't know you work with the youth like that um, you know, helping kids with their fitness. I think, wow, I wish I had somebody like that when I was a kid. I guess that's what a PE teacher should have been, which, you know, granted, they, they are very limited with their time and, and resources, but that, that's cool that you do that, man. Um, you find, like, you don't have to talk about any particular kid, but do you f- find kids pretty motivated and driven to, uh, you know, to keep up with their fitness? 
I see it in some kids um, and for others, you know, they're still really young to even comprehend what fitness is. And it's just a matter of having them uh, repeatedly doing it to the point where like, okay, you know, I am, you know, building these muscles without knowing what I'm actually doing. But uh, as they get older, they develop, you know, their, their uh, cognitive skills to like have that conscious to know that they're working on these things. And then that's when they, they build that conscious to where they want to feel that motivation to continue to uh, develop their physical, um, you know, physical development, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just asked cause I think when I was a kid, I had no comprehension about that. I was like, you know, I'm, and I was, I was a big kid, man, like a little overweight, a little husky. That's what we call them. Um, but yeah, I was husky and I felt strong and nobody was really bullying me. So I never really thought like, oh, I needed to get any fitter than I was at the time until I got right. way older. And I'm like, oh, sh- I kind of let myself go. And without yeah. even realizing it, because I was just a kid thinking, you know, that's what kids do. Um, so, yeah, that's that's interesting, man. Uh, I'll definitely ask you more about that another yeah, time. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And then my second question is, if someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? You know, if I was going to tell myself, you know, today I'm going to do something in honor of Maxi, what act could I do? Um, I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is dance. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that really uh, is a representation of who I am. Um, you know, among other things, you know, um, I, I just really love to dance. It's a way for me to express also uh, like I can just really apply all these life, all these lessons from dance to life as well. And I think that's really great. Um, and it's not just with dance too. Um, you know, just with life in general, like anything like, like where, where like we have our identities, but we're not labeled to where we're like, we, we're, we're fluent. Like, like one day, you know, we're like working as a teacher and when you're at home, you're, you know, you're, you're jam, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's you when you're home, but when you're out, you know, in your work, you know, you're on your grind, you're, you're, you're a totally different person. You're a different, there's a different personas that we, uh, uh, that we fill in in our identities, which is why we can't really label. It's just what you project. Um, and that's what, how people label us as. So, but for me, dance, yes, definitely dance. For sure, for sure. I, I got you. I will dance in your honor for sure. Um, <laughs> you talked about different personas and how people project them at different times, maybe, you know, different situations. I'm the kind of person where it's my dream to just be, I don't know, like I can't say which persona it is. I feel like I just have one that I, you know, select or like code switching and all that stuff i don't want to code switch but i feel like it's a a necessity to communicate with different groups of people you know like um uh one one group of people wouldn't really like listen to what i'm saying if it wasn't proper versus another group of people probably wouldn't listen to what i'm saying if it was very proper you know like oh this guy you know that isn't relatable to us so it's really hard to at least for me like try to be who I am all the time and I think I think um, I, I don't know what do you think will allow people to do that you know 
oh, the dude just beat himself all the time? Yeah, like, where we, we didn't have to choose different personas or we didn't have to code switch. What can allow a person to get out of that? If you, if there, yeah, if you think there is a way. I feel like um, regarding just, you know, being yourself, like no, no matter what you do, like whether it's like you're at work, you know, there's still an essence of yourself, you know, at the end of the day, because that's your source. You know, this is where you pull from. This is this is you. This is who you are. So you there's really never a loss in who you are. Like you're still internalizing that as you're doing other things like, you know, as a teacher or as a barber. Um, it's just always constantly reminding yourself that you're still you, you're still who you are, and you can still be yourself. You can still share a bit of yourself, even at work or in any profession that you do. And uh, and I think a really big thing about it too is, is confidence, is really just like uh, feeling a sense of like, this is who I am, I'm confident in it, and like, no one, this is, this is what I want, and I know what I want. And if anyone has a problem, you know, with just because I'm being myself, then it's not on me, it's on them. Um, and that's just something I've learned. Um, and before, and this is something maybe people has gone through or can attest to is if, you know, if someone has a problem with, you know, just with you, just because you're being yourself, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to lie. It does get to us sometimes um, because, you know, like, why are they, you know, hating? <laughs> just like straight hating, you know, like, just like, why are they hating on like how, who I am? And at the same time, like, we just got to realize that that's just one person, um, you know, and maybe you'll come across others that maybe not, they're not vibing well with you know who you are and that's totally fine you know again that's just that's their problem it's not your problem you're you're being yourself and you know that's as authentic and as organic you can be with it so i think just really staying true to yourself no matter where you're at yeah you, you just it's like again like these are labels mm -hmm. but then your soul is like you know it stays with you it's always with you the whole time so that's just you know it's always there you know i don't think that's really something anyone will struggle with i feel like the only time i can see it struggle with is i see it a lot is like relationships like you know sometimes when you're in relationships you kind of lose a sense of yourself you kind of lose yourself in a relationship and you kind of forget who you are um i can attest to that that's that's something i experienced too um and that just goes with the whole like you know having that separation and really focusing on yourself and finding yourself again, which is why, uh, just going back to when you're saying you feel like it's it's kind of good that you feel lost because sometimes we'll, we'll get lost and it's just a matter of us walking back, uh, re-navigating re yourself back into that path to who we actually are and continue to do that as, as the best to our ability as humanly possible, so. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Uh, Thank you for your perspective. Uh, and then the last question in the warm-up is, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself? 8. 8? Eight. Uh, 8. Well, why an 8, if you don't mind? Yeah, um, 
Uh, I'd say eight because there's still things I'm learning about myself because uh, growing up, my, I guess my mom, no, no hate on my mom. I love her so, I, I, I love her like from the bottom of my heart. And, you know, I still do like just, you know, always love her. I think at I think when I was a kid though, it was very toxic in terms of how I was being raised. I, I guess like when we're getting like scolded and like, I, I understand, you know, I understand like the anger and like, you know, the things that we do that upset our mom, my, uh, but then I guess the way she reacted to it was a way in a way where I felt very doubtful and mm-hmm. I doubted myself a lot and things that um, I do and think and it's just things like oh like you can't do anything right you can't just do this thing right and you know like when you're constantly hearing that it's instilled in your mind and even though you don't want to think that it's like you're uh i would subconsciously think like oh like am i even capable of doing this or or are you capable of doing that um and just really hold having a grasp of uh like who who i am and like what do i know about myself and um, that's why i'm i'm like so to speak recovering i don't know that i don't know recovery is the right word but this is why i say eights i'm still figuring things that uh out uh, building that confidence um building things that i've never learned about myself and then grasping that and then projecting that i got you i got you yeah man i mean that's the thing about i i feel like who who has like a simple relationship with their parents you know i feel like that's a very complex relationship that we have and some of us you know are unfortunate to never have that you know um so when it comes to you know like viewing our parents and how how they kind of <laughs> raised us I, I feel you i don't think my my folks were were perfect at the time either um but i do believe they were doing the best they could you know, right. Um, there's still people who are who are who are still trying to figure out life for themselves as we right. are. And that's 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 a crazy thing. Um, and, you know, just hopefully that experience will like just let you be aware of what to look out for whenever you're raising, you know, children. And it's like, OK, well, I knew I remember how that made me feel. So um, maybe steer away from it. A big thing for me growing up, man, was uh, comparisons. Um, yeah, it, it's fucking brutal. Um, and I think that still kind of is with me to this day. Like, no one, I, I can see how that could be a trigger for myself. You know, we were talking about triggers and spiraling out. Right. Is yeah, if someone's like, it's like, oh, don't you know that some this person's doing this? And I'm like, you know, like, why why do you have to bring that up? Um, you know, right. uh, obviously i'm not at that same level i'm not doing the same thing and it just kind of sucks to hear which granted like we were talking about you know however somebody feels about what you said or who you are it's more probably an issue with them than it is about you and that's just an issue with me you know it's just like i hear that and i get triggered and i'm like oh man i'm feeling bad and trying to take control of my emotions before it it drags me down um but yeah yeah no doubt man and somebody told me that we'll never there should be nobody that gets a 10 
when it comes to this question because the one thing we'll never know is how other people see us um and that's a big part of you know how well we know ourselves but that that's just one part that we'll never know because it's how other people's perception and uh yeah man what would you say is your favorite part of your personality uh for me i feel like i'm really open um and i think that can mean a lot of different things um you know i could i could dive into a few things like uh open in terms of you know like like what we talk about if i'm talking to someone like i i'm open to like you know talk about anything um and it's just a matter of like how how we how we can like continue the conversation because sometimes you know you know there's only so much i could be open about um but generally i'm I'm very open on those type of things and i'm also very open on things like oh like if you want to do this like oh i don't do that but i'm down to do it i'm down to try it um just trying new things um yeah so in that sense yes i'm a very very open person do you think that's something that or you think you've been open your whole life or that was something that that kind of came to you as an epiphany or a revelation where like i need to be open more yeah what was that like for you uh yes yeah, so yeah um you know on the contrary um i was having issues being open to others um i think a lot of that came from just being shy um during high school and you know just again like just going through that you know trauma where i'm I'm being doubted for my ability to do you know simple things to the point where like if i know the answer to something and i know it's the right answer but i don't speak up because there's that you know holding me back like it's like kind of like that voice in my head like what if i'm wrong Mm. or or like if i want to try to be open but again i'm just creating scenarios scenarios in my head and it kind of puts me in this uh situation where i want me to control the situation but you know again that's kind of like bad because you know i can't control every situation you know i can't i can't do that so i think in that sense yeah like i wasn't uh, always open until i joined uh a dance club uh back in high school and this dance club is called fantastics and that's when it helped me feel more open uh, towards others because that's the environment that that club facilitated um is you know you know they're welcoming they they're talking to me and you know it kind of gave me that uh, eye opener that like this is this is great you know this is great i i can like feel comfortable here and i can be i can feel like i can be open and like that feeling of like i felt validated and accepted in that group i want to be i like that's when like i started being more open and i want people to feel that same feeling i felt when i joined that club so yeah that's my story on that for sure man for sure uh thank you for sharing um Let's jump into the the main portion of the interview where you choose a question or you choose a number between one and 34. Uh, Would you like to start easy, medium or hard? There are three levels. Let's see. Let's start with uh, something hard. All right, man. Jumping into the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's 
Let's do number 29. 29. Um, do you believe in yourself? Do I believe in myself? Let's see. The fact that I'm pausing. <laughs> hey, man, I, I get it. I get it. Go, go for it. Yeah. It's hard because it's very, it's very, um, controversial uh in terms of like because there's days where i i feel like i can believe myself like that i can do this but then like there's other days where i find myself like damn like like can i really do this and it's just this constant uh fluctuation between one believing myself and not believing myself so like i don't have an accurate answer to that uh, I can't say no, but I can't say yes either. It's kind of in like in the middle and then like just in between these two spectrums. Um, and then like, but if you were to ask, like, I guess more specifically, if like whether what, what side am I more on is I feel more on the side that I believe in myself. Um, and I, and I believe that I will accomplish what I set myself to do because I know I'm capable of doing those things uh, and just thriving um, through life um, and knowing that I still can trip and fall and struggle. Um, and those are the moments where I don't believe in myself, but then again, like bringing myself back up and then reminding myself that I can do this and, and believe in myself and um, you know, getting the things that I want and working hard for it. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, uh, thank you for sharing. I do want want to like um, kind of put yes. my two cents in there. So, for for myself, do I believe in myself? I <laughs> at this point in my life, I feel like I have this irrational belief in myself <laughs> to where I feel like I, I don't. I don't um I'm not realistic sometimes you know so I think there's a negative side to it where I'm quick to make choices based on my belief in that I will figure it out you know like well that might not be the greatest decision but I'll make it and then whatever it goes through I'm gonna find a way to to come better out of it which, which I don't know man you ask my family and friends they'll probably be like yeah he's He's pretty crazy like that. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 you just made me wonder if it's because when I was a kid, like, um, I, I had low confidence and low self-esteem. And so I don't know if I'm compensating, overcompensating for it now that I'm older and have a better grip on who I am and what I'm trying to do. Uh, so maybe, um, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> and yeah, man, I mean... So I think the biggest thing for me about believing in myself. So you said something controversial. I think what I think is also controversial in the sense that I don't think I'm that important in the grand scheme of things. Like that's just something where I don't I don't think that means that I'm not I don't believe in myself. It's just that I believe in the fact that, you know, I'm just one little piece to this big ass puzzle and that like yeah in, in that sense it's like um i don't believe in myself and those are the two kind of things where i try to balance it out like feeling that i'm just 
I'm, I'm a very small piece of the big puzzle, but I still believe I'm an important piece to that puzzle. And yeah, so I don't know if that makes sense, but that's some, that's a that's a new thing that I've kind of came across through this conversation. So I appreciate okay. yeah bringing that up. Um, that's yeah, a new that's a new one for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I think um, yeah, dude. Uh, it's totally it's totally relatable. Like just what you're going through, like with that. Um, and thank you for sharing with that as well. Um, you know, I just going off of like the, the puzzle piece, um, you know, we, you know, I think we could all say that we are a piece to a puzzle. And I think that's why, you know, like we're in this world together. We all coexist. We all, you know, as one, as a, as a, as a unit, I think we, you know, we create something, you know, great. Um, and that's, I think that's where I took from your puzzle uh, yeah. concept. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, man, I'm a big believer in everybody has a role. Um, and like, if you're good at something that and you enjoy doing that thing, I would hope that, you know, there there could be a place for you out in the world where you can do that and be happy. Uh, I, I've, I've had 12 or 12, 13 jobs in, in 10 years or so. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people who are stuck in places where they're they're not their gifts aren't being utilized and you know they're not maximizing their joy which is unfortunate um but i also think there are people who who have found their place and enjoy what they do and uh continue to do it I th- that's i think another crazy part of our our journey in life is is finding those places where we feel like we belong sort of you know right uh Go ahead and throw me another number, man. I got you, bro. Let's do six. So, uh, what what can bring tears to your eyes? Feel free to pass if it's a little too heavy. But tears. Hmm. Yeah, this goes. This all goes back to memories resurfacing in my head, and it's just a lot of what I feel is remorse that's the one emotion that i i always uh, have resurfaced back in my head and just really thinking about those mistakes that i made and like how bad i actually feel and and it's just unfortunate that um i'm unable to show that genuine like that that feeling of like expressing that um remorse feeling that remorse and that um I think for me, when I when I uh, tear up, and that's just how I express. This is how I cope, um, because you know this is I, I feel I feel really bad, and I don't know any other way to express that other than you know showing like you know I get teary eyed, and that's this is how I express. Um, as well, uh, for me, what will get me to have tears is, you know, um, I think, I think when it comes to family, you know, when someone's feeling sick or like, you know, they're not doing so well and then they're at risk of like their lives, you know, that, that really puts me in that position of like sorrow because, you know, you don't want to lose them. Um, they've been around your life for a long time. Um, you spent time with them and then for that to happen to them, um, I think 
that's that will really bring me down to it for sure man uh well is there any anything that can bring positive tears to your eyes or you know as far as like maybe a proud being proud or uh yeah anything that can bring positive tears right uh i feel that if there's someone i like really love like that i like someone that i've hurt um you know in the past you know again they just go back on the mistakes and feeling that remorse um and just revisiting that and again like you know finding finding myself to forgive and like learn um and like if when i if, if i see that person thrive um like in their lives and they're happy and like that that brings tears to my eyes because it's like it's just i don't know how to explain it it's very it's a very complex concept maybe not maybe i'm just overthinking it i am an overthinker by the way too um but it's just like that feeling like like you've hurt them um but you, and then you regret it but then like when you see them thrive and they're happy it's just like it just brings tears to my eyes because it's like like i'm so i'm so glad that you know they found a place where they can be happy hmm. or you know like partners as, as as it was before um i think that brings that really brings tears to my eyes because it's like you know like i'm happy that you're doing well um you know and i hope that someday we can like see each other again or like reconnect you know yeah man i feel you i feel you uh i'm trying to think what if there's anything positive that can bring tears to my eyes i can't <laughs> i can't off the top of my back i know i've i've, I've probably laughed to the point of, of crying uh right. there's been a couple of times for sure <laughs> uh but yeah 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 for sure man i'm about to throw you a curveball right now which Let's is go. uh it's a fill in the blank and okay. yours is life is all about blank life is all about love love uh, yes. uh how'd you come to that conclusion well what what is so important about love um i think with love like if we can really just like i i think initially what i think is unconditional love right so um i think just i guess in a nutshell like with that like no matter who that person is you accept them for who they are like um no matter the mistakes um and all like external internal factors about themselves like you still love them no matter what and i think that really brings out the best in people um and if we can spread that around and you know really show that unconditional love to people to the point where again like they if they can really bring out the best of themselves i think that can really make the world a better place for sure for sure uh for, for yourself how do you how do you show love how do i show love yeah um i feel that for me how i show love is i think just expressing like how how appreciative i am of them how grateful i am for uh to them and what they've done um 
and just and just letting them know like like the, you know the qualities and what i i like about them and sh- and then like also i like quality time too so spending time with them and like making them feel you know that their presence and time is special um and making them feel as love as possible so i think that's how i show love for sure man and you so <laughs> you might already know but you know love languages and you know what yours yours are Yes. So for me, um, I know there's there's a there's a primary and there's a secondary. I don't know if you you know look into that, but for me, my primary is physical touch and quality time. Yes. So I I I I, I brought quality time because I think that's I feel like that's even though physical touch is my first, and you know of course you know like I show up by like you know physically like hugging and stuff like that. But I think I. I find myself to explain it more simple, more easier if I were to talk about quality time, because I think that's how I show love. I, that's um, more expressively. I got you. I got you. So you always uh, give the daps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you. I yeah. Feel you right. uh, I, yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about the love languages too, at least for myself, I had thought it was one thing, but now I feel like I don't know if it's, if it's changing for me or whatnot, but yeah, like I have to really think about it and reflect it, reflect on it, because I I don't think I could even answer that question for myself. So, uh, um, okay, let's <laughs> let's jump back into some numbers, man. Uh, go let's ahead. Let's go. Throw me another one. Let's do number two. This was a little heavy, but uh, what is something that you're insecure about? Hmm, insecure. Wow. Oh yes, a biggest. This is a very big uh, insecure for me, and and really, it really, um, and I guess the way I talk is how it projects into that insecurity. Sorry, I'm just, just shoot the answer. Uh, yeah. So my biggest insecurity is like my intellect. I think in just things I know, um, and. Again, it just it just goes all back into, you know, my childhood, and even people I come across, um, and like I just feel like I'm not educated, or that I knowingly uh, should know, and then I don't know, and then like it just puts me in that position, like 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 do I do I have what it takes to even have an intellect uh, or to even develop it and. And then, and then like it's just it's just something as simple as articulating my sentences and that's just something i'm working towards and working on um and then and then also things like oh like like constant things from people to where like oh like like why don't you know that like you should know that like mm-hmm. and it's kind of like kind of an ignorant approach kind of like it sounds condescending very condescending uh and you know, I, you know, in, in in that sense, like I get it. Like you, this is what you know, and you know, you find it unexpected that someone else doesn't know and that they should know. And at the same time, based on people's experience, you know, maybe they haven't come across that knowledge, um, you know, and then resources. Um, and that's just what I've experienced. I, I don't think I've experienced those resources or experience, uh, you know, or or like knowledge to where I can like 
retain that and then like carry that with me um growing up so i think yeah i think the intellect my intellect is my biggest insecurity yeah bro uh yeah very very relatable as well um well first off i want to ask you have i ever told you about the nine types of geniuses uh i don't believe so I will share that with you. It was something that I came across when I was working with uh, high schoolers. And you know, in high school, all we're really based on is our book smarts and maybe athletic things or whatever, right? But there's nine types of geniuses. There's some philosopher or theorist had this, uh, had this study, or not study, but had a theory on how everyone is a genius in one of these categories. It's just that we don't recognize or we don't celebrate each one. So it kind of sucks because we got a bunch of people we're telling, oh, you're you're not as smart as me, when really you're just smart in something else or like something else comes naturally to you than it would for, for me. But yeah, so we got that system where we kind of like, like we talked about comparing and you know trying to be the best instead of really trying to find out what kids are are naturally good at and trying to foster those gifts and interests that comes out of it uh, so yeah i'll definitely share that with you and i i believe you will find something on there that you feel like you it comes more naturally to you than most people and yeah and then you you there are other people like you out there as well it's just for, for some reason we're not aware of it right away you know um, right. so I'll share that with you intellect and insecurities about intellect I feel like um, I'm coming up to that point for myself I, or maybe I've been there for a while now and I just didn't want to face it one of those things that I was running away from but you know I uh, I was always told that I was a good student you know and I was doing the right things growing up so like yeah i was one of those kids man and then i went to college and was not the same student was not the same person and like i, I really let go of a lot of things i think maybe because i thought i th i thought i knew it all and then and as i got older it's like damn i don't know shit so i mean i think that's a familiar feeling where and I also think it's the right way to think that we don't know everything for everybody out there who feels like they know everything. I think you're just setting yourself up for more disappointment and kind of like, um, you know, not what I'm trying to say is just be open, be open to learning. Um, right. And that's all you can do, man. And I think I think you'll definitely pick up the things that people say like that. I don't think it's on purpose. I want to believe it's not on purpose. You know, I don't I don't I want to believe that people aren't you know saying those singers because they they are they they can sense a weakness and trying to exploit it um so yeah man i mean for for me if if people do that to me man i, I usually just be like um well th that's just something they said that's all and like i try not to dwell on it as much more but i, I know it can be hard i know it, it, it sticks a little bit because it is on our minds and um you know we kind of think about it um but yeah uh give me one second i gotta text <laughs> don't don't need us calling me <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah man um any thoughts on that or yeah, feel free to throw another number if you'd like 
Um, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll dive a little more into that. I think, um, you know, like it just goes back to people who are ignorant. And again, like you, it's like you mentioned, like it maybe not, it's not on purpose. It's just something that they feel that everyone should know. And like, again, like it's just setting themselves uh, for disappointment um, when really, you know, you should still be open. Like, you know, maybe that person hasn't experienced what you experienced or the resources that they have. You know, maybe you have parents who are like, you know, are very smart in a certain field. And you, you know, pick up on those, you inherited those things, you know, growing up because, you know, you surround yourself with, you know, your parents. Um, and, you know, and like, it just goes into like who you surround yourself with. And like, you, you know, it, it said that, you know, when you're around people for so long, you start, you kind of like embodying what they are. Um, and that's how you develop um, those type of things uh, for people. No. Uh, yeah, man, no, I feel that. Um, uh, just a heads up, man, we got about 10, 10 minutes left in the podcast. Uh, All right. Want to thank you again for coming on. I hope you're having fun because it's been a great conversation for me. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, this is this is great, man. I, I really love this. Uh, you know, this this platform, like just how you're facilitating, like, uh, you know, people to uh, or facilitating like an environment where people can feel comfortable to express and share what they would like to share. Uh, you know, regarding what question that is, maybe sometimes it's a little too personal, but you know, I think everything you're throwing at me, I feel okay to like express because you know, this is what I want to share. Um, and it's not anything to where I'm bringing attention to myself. This is just something I want to express and just, um, share. So yeah. And then I, you know, if, if we're ready to move on, I got you another number. Yeah, man. Uh, actually. We made it to the concluding portion, but go ahead, throw me another number. Uh, let's let's squeeze right, one in there. And this time we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it a little short. <laughs> uh, I got you, man. We got number thirteen. It's another heavy one, man. But uh, <laughs> damn, the heavy ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, go ahead, man. Throw it at me. How have you disappointed yourself? How? Let's see. Um, how I've disappointed myself is things that I've known about someone. Like I've known, like I've known, like certain things about this person, like what they don't like, like how they are, and like you know what what their their pet peeves, like all all those type of things. And for me, like. The fact that I've done something that this person didn't like, and I still did it anyways, um, you know, like I found myself really disappointed because it's like it put it put them in a position where like, like damn, it's been this long and he still doesn't like acknowledge that this is what I don't like, you know, and then like that I, I, you know, I felt really disappointed because it's like dang, like, like I knew this thing, like why did I still do it? And it all goes back to <laughs> doubting myself, like. Cause like things could be different. Like, you know, like I know things could be different over time, but I think like with that specific thing that I've done, that's something that, you know, like that's just sticks to them. And like, I had to, you know, I had to keep that in mind, but I didn't. And, you know, I found myself in disappointment, like, man, like this is, you know, like, like, what am I doing? You know, like you kind of like, 
I kind of asked myself that question to where like, you know that this is not what this person likes and you still did it. And it's like, I know this person, I know who, what they like, I know what they don't like, I know what triggers them, all these type of things. And yet I still do that. Uh, did those things, not did that, sorry, did those things. Um, and I, that's where I found myself in disappointment. I got you, man. I definitely understand that for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's tough, man, because we we sometimes get wrapped up in, in our own in our own story, in our own life. And we we act or make choices based on something that we're acting out in our life. And we forget about the lives of uh, how it affects other people's lives sometimes. Um, but just to feel just to feel that man i think it takes a lot of awareness to be disappointed in that fact uh, about yourself is like you know you're already one step closer to overcoming something like that you know uh versus everybody else who kind of just b- brushes it off like what's their problem you know <laughs> um, yeah yeah so don't feel too bad about that uh and i can see that you know it, you care about working on it so I don't have any doubt that you'll you'll get better at it. Uh, all right, man. Well, we made it to the concluding portion. Got a few closeout questions for you. Uh, this next one is from my previous guest. Shout out to Ethan. Uh, his question for you is: You could either go negative or positive. It's up to you. Uh, but what has been your greatest failure or success? My greatest success, I would say, this is during high school. Um, I was doing really, I was doing really poorly um, in class. Um, my grades were not so well. Um, I wasn't turning in homework. This is my senior year, and you know, like I was, um, I think. I was in like in the brink of not graduating and you know at that point I had to ask myself like you know this what can I do to raise myself up and bring those grades up or at least get something decent to the point to where I can graduate and you know I I understand that you know high school is just the beginning you know there's still college and so much more but to me personally through experience like being able to rise back up and and being able to graduate, I think that that feeling was a really big success for me because it's like I still overcame like those battles, even though like it's it felt like that I couldn't do it. Um, and then, you know, and I, you know, I couldn't have done it without my family. Um, they, you know, they believed in me um, and they knew I can do it. And it's just a matter of me believing myself to do it as well. And just from that point to the here, like just, just being able to graduate, that's something I really can look back and say that that's one of my greatest success in my life. That's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, and there was a second follow-up to that. And what's been the latest like small win for yourself? Like something where you're like, Maybe you didn't tell a bunch of folks, but anything you're willing to share, we're like, yeah, that was that was a win for me. No matter how small, it could have been like getting right. up at a certain time this morning or anything yeah, like right, that. Right. 
Which was... um, um, so as I mentioned before, I do teach weekly classes uh, on Saturdays at Onward Studios, and there's a there's a class where I felt like I was articulating my words very clearly to the students, and I felt really good about it, and I felt confident, and then it really brought myself to the point where I can. You know, I can um, conduct a class to the point where I can project that for every uh, class I teach uh, moving forward. And I can just bring that to the table because once I felt that feeling and, and I want to feel that for every class I teach. Um, and then understanding that there are going to be days where I will fall, um, but doing as much as I can as possible to bring that feeling back um yeah that's that's that that particular day like feeling that i can um help the students comprehend um and then working on the time my timing too for class that's a small one for me that's what's up man that's what's up and it's cool that you put yourself in situations where you can kind of work on your insecurities right like that's i think that's very commendable um some people run away from those moments but it's cool to see you kind of embrace him. Uh, and then the next question is, what would you like to ask the next person that comes down to 34 questions? You can go light or heavy. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's see. Okay. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I gotcha. All right, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm curious what the next person is going to say. Uh, and then my final question question for you, the, the question that ties everything together is, what would you like your descendants to know about you? 500 years from now, you know, uh, I like to think of it as they'll be in a place where they're trying to figure out who they are and they're trying to understand who their ancestors are to get a better idea of who they're going to become. What would you like yeah. them to know about you? Um, so if my descendants were watching this 500 years from now, um, of course, I would like them to know how open I am as a person um, and how much I persevere through the struggles I've been through. Um, also, I do believe I am a hard worker as well. And then just really putting the grind in things I want and enjoy doing. And yeah, I'm also a pretty comical person too. I like to take things a lot, like very literally, I like to joke around. Uh, and don't get me don't get me wrong i i am still able to be serious uh when the time calls for it but yes i do love to joke around a lot um very comical um yeah comically speaking yes <laughs> yes for sure yeah. man um any any last things you want to add before we head out of here yes okay one thing always keep a positive story about yourself because doubt will take you far. Um, you know, vice versa. If you think negatively about yourself, then you put yourself in that position to feel that, you know, a way about yourself. I'll leave you with that. 
Yeah, man, I think that's important. Perception, attitude, uh, and how, how you see yourself is a, uh, it's gonna really set the tone for your life. Um, I think for, for me, it's like you either grow bitter or better. Um, so there's only, <laughs> I, I think oh. I've I seen uh, two different sides of that for sure. Uh, but yeah, man. Thank you again, Maxi, for coming on. Uh, I want to thank the folks out there for listening, tuning in. Uh, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, much love to you guys as well. Uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And uh, stay on the line, Maxi. Uh, I'm just going to...